Hey everybody, this is Twana and this is the Darker Side of Mental Health Podcast. Um, I, I want to say I hope you guys had a great week. This week has been extremely long. Extremely long. I'm so glad it's Saturday. I'm in Cleveland and we got snow for the first time today. It's cold outside. But anyway, so let me tell you guys, the holidays are coming. Um, if you go... You can you can look at the, this stuff in the description to this podcast because there's going to be some holiday support groups going on if you want to if you want to get in that because I really hate the I hate the holidays I'm not going to even lie which brings me to the topic of this podcast is freaking holidays I hate holidays so much part of it is because of the way that it's commercialized because of the dollar sign. Others is because I have to be around people like my family that I could really don't really want to be around. Another thing is the main reason why I hate the holidays. They act like they're a magical time. If you watch these fucking movies, if you watch the sitcoms I grew up on, they all created. It's, it's all a lie. It's, it's a lie. And I tell you why I think it's a lie, because none of that shit is real. None of it. People, they want you to think these shows want you to think instead of the truth that even when the holidays come, nothing magical is going to happen. You're not going to find your husband. Your bills are not magically going to get paid. You're not magically going to get a great job. That shit is bullshit. I grew up believing the lie, folks. So I hate Christmas because of that. And I know other people hate Christmas, but you know, I have a mental disorder, so I really can't deal with it. The same reason why I don't be on social media a lot, um, because it's all of illusion and you sit back, the regular person sits back and say, Oh my God, I want that. I want that. So you're, you're feeding in and you're believing something that's not true. And it's unfortunate and it's completely unfortunate. But that that's where I'm at right now with the whole holiday stuff and OCD peers. As you guys know, I'm one of their um, peer supporters. They're doing holiday groups that I suggested because I hate the holidays. And I'm quite sure a lot of other people hate the holidays. And you could go on there and you could and you could be in a support group for holiday peers for not holiday peers. I'm losing my mind, guys. OCD peers. So I, I've been doing a lot of stuff trying to get this yoga business off the ground. And I'm very pleased at how it's going. And people ask me, why do you like yoga? Well, I like yoga because yoga it helps you get in tune with your body and who you are. And also, it, um, also not only does it help you get in tune with your body and who you are, but it also lets you mentally deal with crap that you you haven't dealt with being in a meditative state. So I, I def, I definitely love it. I mean, I love the yoga. I love doing it. I really do. Um, and, uh, and it, it helps me, you know, I'm learning about my body. I'm learning what works, what doesn't work from the inside out mentally. I'm dealing with things mentally. And, and let me tell you something. Meditation does that too. I've seen things so clearly when it comes to me, relationships, circumstances, situations. Since I've been doing meditation, it's amazing. I cannot believe how great meditation is. So I'm going to be doing a lot of meditations when it comes to these holidays because I freaking hate holidays. I dread it. 
you know, and um, I increased my sessions with my therapist because of it. I just don't want to get into that state of mind because right now I'm feeling okay. I mean, the symptoms are still there today. For example, I checked the stove because I thought I turned it on knowing that I didn't turn it on logically. I still checked the stove. So my symptoms are still there and I really don't want to get into a get into the situation where I'm in that pit of depression feeling sorry for myself not wanting to even be alive or anything like that so I I need to actually stay on top of everything so running these groups will help me because everybody that's in my OCD peer groups and if you're listening and you've been a part of my OCD peer groups you talking to you guys help me I think I help you I think it helps me more than I'm helping everybody else and I love it I had a group today and the two women that was in that group was awesome. They were so awesome. We really opened up the door and let the stuff spill out and it it felt good. And I love that connection with people um, just to have that because I'm a black girl, guys. Black people don't talk about mental health. I mean, yeah, you could see the illusion. You see some people listening to it or talking about it. But honestly, they don't really talk about mental health. You know, you need to suck it up. You need to be strong. You need to get over it. You need to go to church. So it's not really talked about. And when you and I when I talk about it with other African-American people, I kind of do it with in a joking way. But I won't tell them half the shit that I think about. You know, my things have changed. My themes of OCD changed. You know, they went from they went from just dread to harm to pedophilia to sexual orientation and the list could go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And you got to remember that I'm not on medication. So everything that I'm dealing with is raw and it's a daily fight for me. It's a daily fight for me. So, you know, speaking to some people today, I actually talked about some things that I'm going through, talked about things that I thought about. I mean, so it felt really good to, to actually talk to these people And I say all of that in my gibberish way to tell you guys that if you need someone to talk to, go to OCDpeers.com and it's going to be in the description of this podcast, that information. So you go there and you can really um, talk to somebody because sometimes you can't talk about talk to people. And let me tell you something. One thing I always say is that us people with mental illnesses wear a mask. Because we cannot be ourselves in public or whatever. Because, you know, people come around with that fucked up shit. You need to be normal. You're abnormal. And we don't want to hear that because our whole our whole thing is to fit in with everybody. To fit in. So we don't be the oddball out. Right? So we don't talk about it. We wear this mask like everything's okay. And that's for people with depression everybody so you know that has a mental order disorder we want to be okay you know we want people to think that we're okay when we're not and trust me I had a fucking breakdown guys you don't want to do that so you need to talk to people and that putting it in your journal does not work that shit is bullshit and I'm 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 telling you the truth is bullshit and if they say journal you journal you'll be okay bullshit 
I've tried journaling and it did not help me at all. At all. I mean, I do journal every day. I, I write things down, you know, try to just to get it out. But to do it as a self-care thing for mental health, it does not work for me. And that's the honest to God truth. Therefore, it doesn't work for me. I am not doing it. And I'm just being real. I'm just being real. Um, I'm not going to do it for mental health. It's not going to be one part of my mental health routine to journal. So I don't do it. Talking to people helps me, especially people who are not sitting there judging you or thinking that you're a bad person or, you know, something that somebody did to me was they made me, I was telling this one person that didn't, did not understand it. Anything that I was going through, I'm telling, trying to tell this person and instead of them understanding it, they made it worse. They, they made me feel worse than what I was already feeling. So I have, so talking about it is good, but let me put it this way. Talking about it is good. However, be wise about who you share it with. Cause not everybody share sharing it with other people who deal with you, who has the same thing that you do can help. It helps. And I'm not going to lie. So talking about it works. And if you guys want to talk about it, ocdpeers.com, go there. I will, I'll provide the link in the, in the in the description of this podcast perfect and we're doing holiday sessions if you just want to go on there and fill it out talk i mean it's great is it really is great um to talk to talk to people who are like you or who have been through what you've been through so it's really great also um I'm going to put the link in the, in the thing because a lot of people have reached out and asked me about um, yoga and meditation. I'm going to put the link in there because I you go on, go on my website, check out some of the classes. You may like them. You may not. We run great discounts. And for me, meditation helps. I am not on. I, I, I mean, meditation, not medication. Meditation helps. Now, medication helped me to a point, but then I gained all the weight and all of this. So I took myself off and I do not recommend this to anybody. I took myself off and I got I, I immersed myself in yoga and meditation. And it's and it's a learning thing with me, but it helps me a lot. So I'm going to put that link also in the comments. Now I'm going to go to some um, I'm going to answer some questions that people text me with. Um, te they text me with and some people left messages I'm going to answer some questions. The first text message question I got was um, about OCD peers, which I'm, oh my God, I'm like throwing away. Do I teach any, of, do I facilitate, I'm sorry, any of the groups um, of OCD peers? Yes, I do. I facilitate a number of groups and I'm a hundred percent real. If you want to, um, just sign up for some groups. I teach mostly Saturday groups <clears throat> um, throughout the week. I teach a self-care group. I teach um, PTS group for minorities because I am a minority. So, yeah, I do teach some groups. They do not like to um, put pictures of people who teaches the groups. Um, they don't want to put the pictures on there. But if you go on there, I mean, every all the peers that I, I met them and I sat in some of their groups, I go to some of their groups and they, the, the peers are awesome. The other peers that do the group, 
Okay, the next question is, can I, can I become, become one of your personal peers? Yes. Yes. Um, you can, I do have, I do have space where you can, um, be do one-on-one -on -one sessions with me for 25 bucks. All the money is donated back into OCD peers to, cause I want to do scholarships. That's one of the main pushes that I want to do with scholarships for people who can't afford OCD peers. But yes, you can do, you can do one-on-one um, -on -one sessions with me for $25. Okay. Next text message is, does yoga help with, any of the anxiety that you experience from OCD yoga helps me a lot. It really does. Um, that I do extanga yoga. So it's really intense. It's really repetitive, but it's also meditative because that's part of it. So yeah, it does, um, help, help me a lot. Um, so I have, I have time for one more text message that I got. Okay, this one is about, um, this one is from someone anonymous from Columbus, um, Ohio, and it says, and it says about relationships, does, um, how did I, how do I deal with the, the, the um, hard, the, the hard, the hard, wait, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, guys, I'm, I'm reading these off my phone, and I'm, having a hard time because I don't have my glasses. How do, oh, how do I stop the effects of OCD on my relationships? Okay. If you guys have been following my podcast, you know that I am in a long-term in and out of a long-term relationship with David Parker. And, um, honestly, I'm still a work in progress when it comes to the relationship right now. We're on a break. We're separated. We talk from time to time. We text from time to time. But as far as relationships right now, I don't think that I am in a, a good place to be in a relationship, to commit to a relationship. And I'm just talking about me. I cannot talk about what he goes through with it, but I don't want to be in a relationship right now until I'm more healthy. And plus he has to, in order for us to, to really make it work, he has to get educated on that. And I don't think he's ready for that yet. But we're we're starting to do open communication and honest communication. So for my answer for this question, if you want your relationship to work, you need you need honest, real, raw communication. Don't hide anything. Let the person know what what it what it feels like. Let a person know what it does. Um, like for me, I used to think constantly that he was cheating. And um, what I did was I blew his phone up because I was thinking he was cheating. He was cheating. He was cheating. He was cheating. And instead of him telling instead of explaining to him what I was thinking and how torture it's, it was for me, I didn't tell him anything. So can you imagine getting phone calls throughout the day, a million times a day from somebody and you don't know why? So open communication in any relationship, not only romantic relationship, but with your kids, with your, with your parents, with your, with the people you work with to a point with the people you work with open and with your friends, 
can be beneficial because then the people they they understand your thinking they understand where you come where you're coming from and why you're doing the things you do and I, let me let me go back to workplace you only want to say certain things in the workplace um depending on where you work and what you do you don't want to divulge that much information. But like for me, I, I um, tell my manager, well, you know, and I do it in a jokingly way. You know, I deal with anxiety. You know, I'm a perfectionist. You know, so you could phrase it a certain way that will help you. And that I'm going to end this podcast with that last text message. If you want to leave a message or a voice message or just text a message, text a message, a question, comment or whatever, I will answer it on the next uh, on the next podcast. Until then, guys, I'm signing off. Have a great rest of your weekend and the rest of your week. Talk to you again on next Saturday.